I'm not trying to ruin my pelvic floor or anything like that. So I'm just looking for advice. Um, should I be pushing so hard to get all that hot white out? Um, what, do, what should I do? What should I do? Let me know, Dr. Drew. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. We are so excited to be here yet again. We appreciate your support. We appreciate these emails at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Of course, the voice messages, which uh, I can't get enough of, 818-253-1693. We uh, love the great questions you asked. I love being able to answer them. And uh, yeah, thanks for being a supporters of the show. Gentlemen, Booth Boys, everybody good? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, What's buddy. up, baby? What's up? Yeah, how effing dare you? So we'll start with that, with outrage. I always know it's fun when uh, when you say that to one of us. Yeah, well, it, uh, no doubt will happen today. Uh, so let's uh, let's just get right into it with some video. Uh, uh, this AOC is hot video intrigues me. Uh, I think that's true. She is hot. Uh, let's. What is? Oh, AOC is hot because she likes to smoke meth. And suck cock. <laughs> oh my god! Pretty what, cool, huh? It's like the 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 Sith, you know, the, the Sith coming. In. It's like it's like Star Wars character. Yeah, this guy's got the dark side all up in him. Oh my god! Wait, is he roll? Is that weed he's rolling? Is that a joint? Uh, all I could say is that he rolled something up and is smoking it. I have zero idea. What is, is, is there more? No, that's it. Ugh. All right, C- congratulations, young man. Keep keep doing what you're doing. It's gonna it's gonna turn out fine. Uh, was that a TikTok or was that a regular? I think it was just a regular. I think it was just sent in. Wow. Let's do a little TikTok. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting we're getting right into the talk. I, I want to huh? get into it. I want to get into video. And I'm I'm going to church helps to strengthen one's faith in Jesus Christ and also fellowshipping with other Christians. If you're not going to church. And you're not in your Bible, and you're not praying. How are you supposed to have faith? You can't have faith without works. And if you don't have faith, you can't go to heaven. Oh. But just because you go to church doesn't mean you're saved. This is the scariest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. Well, she's like a robot, right? Have you guys ever heard of the Uncanny Valley? Yeah. Okay. So Uncanny Valley, have I talked about it before on this show? Uh, yes, about it? Yeah, you have. Okay, so just to summarize really quick, Uncanny Valley is is a, a a term in robot literature and robot phenomena. Yeah, there it is. Where people like robots the more they become humanoid until they become almost exactly like a human and then we fall off a cliff and we hate them or we're disgusted and we're repelled by them. And so I would argue that she triggers the Uncanny Valley, doesn't she, that woman? Because she's like so... It's like she kind of looks like a humanoid, but she also looks like a robot. And uh, (laughs) something weird is going on. And that kind of um, superficial smile that she puts on everything, sometimes that's hiding a little psychotic process. Like maybe she hears things and sees things that aren't really there. Just saying. But God bless her. Uh, She's going to church and she likes the connection with people. Can't brown away from home. Oh, Annie, stay tuned, buddy. Uh, 34, entire life. I always made brown on a regular schedule. Every day, uh, however, I travel for work. Whenever I travel, my bowels completely shut down. I won't brown for the entire trip, if it's a, to four days plus or so. I will maybe brown once, but not much comes out. I don't feel discomfort or constipated or anything. You are constipated. That's what that is. My bowels just go dormant. When I return home, my bowels roar to life. 
and probably proceed to brown my toilet straight to hell. Uh, huh. What could be happening here? I've done some Googling. It seems like this is mostly a psychological phenomenon. I'm not serious. Love your thoughts. Is anything to worry about? Mitch, no, Mitch. You don't have to worry about it. Very commonly when people travel, they do not brown normally because your, your body is just in that. It's much like if you were... What if you were running constantly for three days, right? Your bowel, you're not going to be stopping to take a shit. You're going to be keeping running. And then when your body slows down, then you're going to be able to do it. And it's much like when you're traveling. You don't, you, you're doing more than you realize when you're running around, traveling around the country. I do have a great tip, though, if he wants to break through that barrier. Well, he can use some milk and magnesia or something or, you know, or Ducalax when it becomes time. But that, that is constipation. You're describing constipation. I was going to say he could just have like a juice or something because I remember I went through a juicing phase. And no matter when or where I drank it, 45 minutes later, I was taking a massive shit. Well, that's you. Uh, was there prune juice in the juices? I mean, prune juice is sort uh, no, of No, lots of leafy that. greens, a lot of, yeah. uh, what is it, cruciferous? Yeah, because cruciferous stuff, a lot of that vegetable. stuff, a lot of which is very stuff. good for you. I wouldn't wouldn't discourage it, but it wouldn't necessarily work. It works for Nadav, everybody. Um, no, 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 it would make everyone shit. I promise. Cannab- you. Cannabis withdrawals. I've been smoking pot uh, weed for since I was nineteen. I'm now forty three. Decided enough is enough. Now that I've stopped, will it help me be more present? It will help me be more present with my daughters and just the world in general. It feels like I'm on a sofa watching a sitcom. Watch the world go by. I have terrible anxiety and depression. Is this a result of mar- marijuana use? As my life is generally okay, there is zero help for people in Britain. I live in Scotland that want to stop smoking marijuana. It's not like it's a problem and it's not addictive, right? I'm on day three of not smoking. I feel proud of myself. Will the anxiety go away now that I've stopped? Okay. So, Jerry, uh, you might want to go online and meet with some marijuana anonymous meetings. There are Zoom meetings all over the place, and you will find lots of people that have been through it. You've been through it. It's very, very common. Uh, the depression, the anxiety particularly will persist unless you get some treatment. And it's often associated with a bit of paranoia, if you notice. The main problem that people have is not just the depression, anxiety, which is a withdrawal symptom from that, you know, you've been putting a drug in your system for 30 years. And it's going to, your body's going to react when you take it out. And um, sleeplessness becomes the big problem. Uh, various kinds of mood instability, your mood will be all over the place. And sleeplessness. And the sleeplessness will last like up to six months. Um, do not take a benzodiazepine. Uh, that can only make things worse. So don't take a hypnotic sleep medication. But there are medications that will help. Um, yeah, I was actually going to ask, like, w- would you advise against taking like Unisom or Tal- Tal- no. PM or no, something? No, you can or? take Benadryl. You can take melatonin. That's fine. But don't take uh, Ambien and all that whole thing. Right, like a know, Valium, Sonata, something that'll like Valium medical grade knocking No, you no, no. Don't take right. that. But there are medical grade medications that can help. Things like Seroquel, Zyprexa, these sorts of things. Um, we used a lot of um, Risperidol. So Risperidol, just a little bit at bedtime sometimes helps with all of this. But uh, you may not want to do that. And that's fine. You can kind of muscle your way through it if you want. But you're going to want to have some support. And so I would go online with some of the Zoom meetings and check them out because this is so common. You'll feel better when you hear all the common stories that people have with this and maybe some of the tricks that they use to get through it. All right. Transgender hormone therapy question. I'm a 27 year old transitioning from male to female, been taking IMS trial once weekly and PO spironolactone daily for about 13 months. Uh, that's a water pill that has some estrogen blocking effects. About five months, I noticed hair growth where previously I've been slowly losing my hair since my early twenties. Uh, since then it's grown back in spades now coming in curlier and looks better than when I was 17. I've also noticed uh, from being nearly flat-chested to have fairly noticeable breasts, even when wearing baggy clothes. Evidently, these phenomenons aren't fully understood yet. Do you have any insight into them? Am I missing the question here, guys? Help me with this. What I'm was a the male, first part of it? 
I'm a male transitioning to female and taking iron estradiol. And then she's worried that she's because she's having estrogen effects. Which yeah, is, I think the hormones are what's giving you the tits probably, right, Drew? And, and the hair, yes. I mean, I, my, I'm sort of, Robin, I'm surprised that you don't understand that happens. And some people are more responsive than others and get more pronounced effect than others, much the way there's a, lots of different spectrum of the female form that are uh, born under the influence of estrogen from their endogenous hormone sources. Hold up. You could take estrogen for hair restoration? Well, you know, the, the reason that it's, it's called male pattern balding, right? And it's the dihydrotestosterone that causes the balding. And when you take lots of estrogen, you can sort of reverse that in some cases, not always. Right. You could just not make always. your scalp female. Let me tell you something, bro. As a man who's, who's about to go bald real soon, you just made a lot of guys get some tits. Let me tell you. <laughs> Well, I would urge you to go use Rogaine. Rogaine works in a large percentage of cases. You can also take Propecia, which is a medication that blocks the dihydrotestosterone. Yeah, but the Propecia makes the dick not work, right? Any, I got no worries about you. (laughs) That's why I didn't take it, though. You know what I'm saying? It might might make you move towards the normal zone. I'm just saying. It would never get you into the normal zone. So you're saying he's not normal? Uh, exceptional, dude. I've used how how effing dare you? I've said. I'm in between the lines. I'm a doctor too, I, Drew. I know what you're saying. How I could effing understand. dare you? I've said exceptional repeatedly, and I'm saying exceptional now. Uh, and if he would like to be normal, this is move him in that direction. I don't think it will take him all the way there. Uh, but but uh, Propecia, Rogaine, and I, I've heard of people using estrogen creams on the scalp. So, uh, porn benders on cocaine killed by sober sex drive. What? Jesus. I don't even know what that means. I'm Alexander, 29. Uh, I've had a fair share of sexual partners, but I've never had a huge need for sex. About March 2020 to July 2020, times got pretty rough and I, rough and I felt pretty down. To help feel better, I found a plug with some real good cocaine and then had about a dozen sessions where I was doing an eight ball of cocaine to watch porn for hours straight until the three and a half grams was gone. Never have I been so turned on in my entire life. I've stopped using. The problem is now nothing turns me on. Not porn, not girls, not anything. Did I fuck myself forever? Keep it high and tight. Uh, Alexander, this is actually a more common thing than people discuss. This uh, is common? It's why people get into things like autoerotic asphyxiation. They're trying to get their arousal systems kicked back in. Um, my prediction is, like, if you had been using opioids for years and we're describing this, I'd be worried about it. But you had a couple of you know, bad binges on cocaine, and it happened. It's It's been since July 2020. It's the cocaine, isn't it? It is the cocaine, but I, I'm think, what I'm trying to figure out is whether it will come back. You know what you might want to do? I, I, my prediction is it will come back. You, you will have your, your sex drive and stuff will restore it, and your satisfaction will be restored. Um, but you may want to see a doctor and make sure this hasn't done something to your hormonal system uh, that, that may be off more than we sort of suspect at first at first brush i mean drew if he's like uh desensitized to the stuff that normally would get him aroused right then wouldn't just kind of cutting off from that entirely for i don't know a short period yes yes the possibility of restoring the function correct however yes dr nadab uh but but i think i think he's already saying that's happening naturally because he's not turned on by anything so he's worried about it but i mean i think the the reason the reason why he probably thinks he's not turned on is because he's actively trying to look at it and he Maybe. just needs to cut it off. I, I agree with you if that's what he's doing. But but I still would say hormonal evaluation, endocrine evaluation would be very important here. Probably smart. Give me some voice messages. Probably smart, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Doctor? Doctor? Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Ray from Chicago. Hi, Ray. My wife and I were discussing. Okay. If you 
butt chug alcohol, mm-hmm. do you save on calories? Is it less of a caloric intake versus how drunk you get? Yeah. Thanks. Keep it high and tight. Better it. Bye. Sort of. Great question. Yeah, sort of. Because you're not doing so much metabolism by the liver as quickly, and and the high is delivered more f- quickly, so you get more drunk more fast with less, and the calories are from the volume of alcohol. So yes, kind of, kind of. I'm not sure it's a measurable difference. You know what I mean? Uh, but interesting, Ray. I'm glad you're spending your free time uh, thinking about things like this. That's great. Yeah, someone's yeah. on their way to becoming a full-on scientist. Uh, oh yes, he is. Uh, okay, voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew and mommies. I am uh, mommy coming, calling from Texas. I just had a quick question from something I heard about on your mom's house. Christina was talking about advice that you gave her about peeing after sex, and not or not peeing after sex, just peeing in general, but not pushing too hard. Uh, my question is specifically about peeing after sex. I am I'm a hot white trash cum dump. I like to be fucked a lot, man. So I know that you're supposed to pee before and after sex, but sometimes, most times, after a real good pounding, I have to push really hard to get the pee to come out. I'm not trying to ruin my pelvic floor or anything like that. So I'm just looking for advice. Um, should I be pushing so hard to get all that hot white cum out? Um, what, do, what should I do? What should I do? Let me know, Dr. Drew. Thanks, mommy. She is the absolute best. She's the best. You know, it, it makes me think we should have people submit video questions. We really should. You know what I mean? Don't you want to see these people when they ask these questions? All right. If you want to submit, uh, go ahead and record yourself. Uh, keep it under a minute and yeah. send it to drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Yes. I think, I think we need video questions. I think this is the new this – is, this is something for us to look forward to in 2021. Right. Um, yeah. Video messages, you all. Thank you. Because I, because I, I want to feel that connection with the the, the caller. I mean, I. Right. Uh, you want to see her face when she's saying how much cum she's getting dumped in. Yes. It's too good. It's too funny. Um, yes, I do. Uh, so uh, more more liquids, honey. More fluids, right? So you have a, a greater sort of urgency to go. Right. Gallon of um, water a day. Yeah. Well, whatever. Just a little more. For, and I, I'm not a huge water guy, but I think in this case. Um, and the idea with the evacuating your bladder after, after a pounding is that bacteria gets pounded up your urethra into your bladder and you want that to be washed out if you can, the more volume, the better. So if you're pushing real hard, yeah, you're going to push the cum out of your vagina, but that's not really the goal here. The girl, the goal is to evacuate the bladder. So bacteria go back out and don't get set up in and cause a bladder infection. It's really not going to do much for STIs or anything like that. It's just just a way of reducing the risk of bladder infection. It becomes more significant as you get older. It's not that big a deal now. And what was Christina talking about when I was saying don't push? I don't remember this. Was we, we talking about prolapse or something? You guys don't remember? I, I don't know. It's it's all kind of bleeding together it's, for it, me. It is bleeding. We got to be careful. Your, your mom has the mommies listen. They listen carefully. Oh, yeah. We know, we know. Okay. <laughs> it, right. it was because Christina pushes a lot when yeah. she pees. Yeah, she was saying she pushes. And, and I was telling her to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Uh, I, I wish I could remember all these conversations. They all run together. That was when you were talking about, I think, uh, the the vaginal or the pelvic floor. And I yes. was like, that's what you got to talk about, baby. That's your flow. <laughs> oh, sure right. That's pretty sure that's what it was. This was during the role playing. I think so. Musculature. Well, right? so, like it was, a, it was in the same era, essentially. Cornflakes? Yeah. yeah, in the same oh, okay. cornflakes era. This is, this era, is yeah. back to cornflakes. Okay, I get it. <laughs> right, excellent. 
Um, hi, Mommy and Booth Boys. I'm 28. I've been having an issue with incredibly pungent BO. Uh, from my research, I'd guess bromhydrosis. Uh, I've had a lot of home remedies, found online, changing my diet. I've also tried a doctor prescribed erythromycin solution, which didn't work. That's a good idea because it is bacteria usually that do that. Uh, I've also tried antibacterial soap. My yeah, blah, blah. Tried to scrub my stinky underarm two to three times in the shower. Uh, this usually lasts three or four hours. A male, right? Male, yeah. You may have, you may want to try to shave the hair on your underarm too. That might help. Um, this has a serious effect on my personal life. I'm keenly aware. There's something called um, rotting fish syndrome, I think it's called. Uh, rotting fish syndrome, something like that. Ah, uh, yes. I've met some ladies that have Let's that. look it up. Uh, dead fish syndrome. Dead fish syndrome is called. Yeah, trimethylaminuria or fish or, or fish or odor syndrome, FOS. Condition characterized by the presence of trimethylamine, a tertiary amine whose odor is described as resembling that of rotten fish in the sweat, urine, and expired air. Terrible. So look at look up fish odor syndrome and, and check out some of those remedies. Uh, let's see. Uh, I will still tar twice a day. I've started to exclude myself. Oh, I'm so sorry. Won't be out that long. Uh, I violate the Geo Protocol. H- Hitler pissed on me, beat me. Hi, Hitler. Um, you might want, there are prescription strength anti-deodorants uh, also. So you want to hit it from two angles. One is the, the sweat production, and you might want to talk to your doctor about prescription th- strength uh, deodorants. And, and this is not hyperhidrosis. This is something different. Uh, and then also from the bacterial standpoint, you might even want to try some systemic antibiotics to see if that makes a difference. Um, I, I know this can be very frustrating. There's not a lot of great solutions from my understanding. Voice message. Wait, hold on. I got some more questions. Okay. So you earlier, you recommended possibly shaving the armpits. Because be the armpit solution. hair is what holds the scent. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That's why we have armpit hair. We want to smell each other. We want to. It's why our private parts have hair. To be able to... To contain the smells? Back in the day, people identify who they've been with based on smells and things. And they could identify who the per. It's a throw... It's, I'm not saying that humans necessarily had a big dose of this, but uh, animals do. Uh, animals can identify each other through smell, and the right. smell is in the hair. And that's you know that's where we've retained our scent, is down below and in the hmm. armpits. You so, didn't know this? I had no idea. Huh. I thought that was, it was like to help with, with friction to slow down your arms from moving too fast. Dude, where did you get that idea from? I think I went to like a Trump University type wow, thing. Wow. Or did degree. you just dream that up by yourself? I think I think water polo players say that, right? Say. That it's, it's for swiftness. That they leave? That's probably where I got it. Yeah, because swimmers and water polo people shave their pits too. Yeah, to make the themselves swifter through the water. Right. For aer- yeah, yeah, yeah. aerodynamics. Oh, no. oh, no, that definitely happens for sure. But that's not, that's not why they have hair. Right? That's why they mm. get rid of the hair. You know what? That is a crucial part of that this That is an important point. That's an important <laughs> point. Let's hear another voicemail. <laughs> hey, James. I am 22 years old, and I am 21 weeks pregnant. Ooh. I just got out of the hospital with a stroke. I have a blood clot in my sinus vein. I'm fine now. I'm taking my medication, whatever. Uh-oh. But... I was worried that when my husband goes down on me that I'm going to come so hard it's going to knock that clot loose and I'm going to have another stroke. Wow. Is that possible? Do I need to be worried about that? Should we maybe not go so hard? Uh, thanks. You bet I'm coming up in May. Yeah. Maybe uh, don't go so hard at the beginning. I, right? I, I love I love the delighted stroke patients. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a stroke. Hey, everybody. 
So this is a, you said the sinus vein. I think you probably mean your transverse sinus, right? And the transverse sinus thrombosis, you can show me a picture of it, transverse sinus thrombosis. There it is. It's in the skull. The transverse sinus is the collecting system in the vein. No, 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 no. Go back. Uh, you can see it better. Yeah, you can't really see it. Oh, there it is on the lower left corner. You see it better at lower left. No, no, no. Uh, on lower left, uh, that one. Okay. That shows that's, a, that's looking down on the skull, and that's the vein on the left that can form a clot. It's called a transverse vein thrombosis. And when you get a transverse vein thrombosis, uh, tra that says transverse sinus thrombosis. There was what she told us, the sinus thrombosis. Um, add, to the, add to your search and stroke, and you'll see that uh, it, it triggers a, no, 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 up in the search thing, just transverse sinus vein and stroke, all the way to the there we go, and stroke, and you'll see it triggers a stroke in the midbrain, uh, and that's what she had, is a tiny stroke in the midbrain. These are not big strokes, but they are in a kind of critical part of the brain, and so this is actually what Hillary Clinton had before the 2016 election. She got it from a head injury. The, 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 same, the story was that she fell out of bed, hit her head or something, got a concussion, but then she got complicating that, a transverse sinus thrombosis and a stroke. And the residual effect of the stroke for Hillary was something called intranuclear ophthalmoplegia. If you remember, she was wearing those glasses with that hazy lens on one side. That was to get her eyes to start tracking together because they were tracking like that. They were not tracking together. And that is one of the complications of the transverse sinus thrombosis. So it's a complicated process. It's relatively rare. It's been in the news because of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Again, the incidence of was 0.004% in uh, women only. Although I woke up with a spontaneous black eye uh, three days after I got my Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and black eye is one of the presenting symptoms of a transverse sinus thrombosis. So uh, I was thinking I might be coming up in May. Uh, it was it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a of a, of a concern for a minute. Um, Fucking nailed it, Drew. <laughs> and. And, uh, but I didn't have headache or vision changes and all other stuff that usually goes along with it. And so, um, I just didn't pay attention and talk, called my doctor and did what I was supposed to do, which was nothing. So, uh, that's a very long way of saying, take it easy, honey, go ahead and have sex, have an orgasm, but don't go nuts. Don't go nuts. Yeah. Don't come too Woo! hard. <laughs> Voice message. Give me another one. Hi, Dr. Mommy Hitler. This is Corey from Iowa Hi, Corey. and I have a quick question for you. Okay. Um, every once in a while, after an especially intense orgasm, mm. my hearing goes out. Ah. And not completely. Mm -hmm. I can still hear a little bit, but it's like being like on an airplane or something. Yes. Yes. And it lasts, oh, I would say one to two minutes and then goes away. Mm. Is this anything I should be concerned about or should I just continue high-fiving my partner when this happens? Anyway, love the show. Piss on me, beat me. You bet I'm coming up in May. You bet, honey. With like 365. See you guys. You bet, Corey. Uh, continue the high-fiving. Do not stop. Do not pass go. Continue the high-fiving. <laughs> That's uh, great advice. That kind of sounds like, um, did you see that, that uh, movie, uh, The Sound of Metal? I've not seen it. I've heard about it. It's yes. like a metal drummer that's that loses yes. hearing. This yes. is kind of like the sound of coming. She's coming yes. so much <laughs> the sound of that coming. she's losing. Uh, uh, Annie, that's another T-shirt. Honestly, um, but, <laughs> <Honest laughs> <geez. laughs> uh, but people, you know, some amount of bearing down that goes on. There's big shifts in your sympathetic, your autonomic nervous system, 
and uh, you're getting shake. pulses of like blood to the head, right? Sometimes, like or, a rush. Or, or actually, you can go the other way where your heart slows down a lot. And you lose blood, but the point is, ringing in the ears, and uh, you know, sort of, uh, sort of. Uh, fuzziness in the ear, fullness in the hearing, and that kind of stuff, very common, not that, no big deal, and it means you're having a big orgasm. Congratulations. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I saw something up there I wanted to hear more about, which is a pan flute dad boner. What is going on? Oh, yeah. This is uh, this is actually a lane. I'm not sure you've seen too much of this. But, no, zero. Um, I've said no pan flute lanes for me. No, 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 no. Dad boner lanes. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe you have seen that. Okay. I think see. we've shown you some uh, some frothers before. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, look what came. I've been waiting six months for this thing. What is it? What is it? Yay, what is it? Did you redo? What is it? Look how light it is. It weighs practically nothing. Dudes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Dudes. I don't think... What should I play first? How about this? Oh my gosh, it smells so good. <laughs> oh man, it smells so good. I was... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oof, damn. Sounds like this guy's getting a rush at come to the head. Oh, my God. He won't be hearing for a while. But um, I always thought pan flutes were things you, like, played, you know, down. and You know what I mean? I've never seen that kind of pan yeah, flute Yeah, I think before. this one's a little advanced. You blow it from the middle. It's pretty heavy. And uh, good for him that he has things in his life that he enjoys so much that he has a dad boner over a pan flute. Yeah, what's um, the closest that you've gotten excited about anything? Close to, like, musicals or something? <laughs> hey, man. Hamilton's coming to town. Hey, man, I am a nerd, but I am not like this. I, I am, uh, I sort of appreciate things. I don't dad boner out over things like that. I don't do it. Uh, how effing dare you is all I can say. Um, but let me think if there's been anything that I rocked out about like that, the simple things. I Oh, th this is a new pair of glasses, and I rocked out about them. So there you go. That's my... That's my thing. And and then I'll do stupid shit with them. Like I'll put them aside and not wear them for three weeks because I want to preserve them. But today I'm wearing them, everybody. Good on me. Uh, okay, more uh, ATV. Horrible or hilarious? It's got to be horrible. It's got to be. Ugh. Uh -oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Horrible. Nah, he's fine. He got caught by the safety net. Let me see again. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he got, he got ragdolled pretty good. Okay, he maybe. You're probably right. got whiplash or something, but Yeah, it looked fine. terrible. He's but okay. okay, you're right. Thank you, Nadab. Talk me off the ledge. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah. Oh, what, what language are we speaking? That's Russian. And I may not have talked to you off the ledge, but at least I put a safety net on the ledge that you fell yeah, off. Yeah. Look at you. All right. Give me another one. Oh, Ooh, let's see what else we got videos. for you. <laughs> These horrible or hilarious ones. Here, you know what? Let's stick in the Ooh. in the realm of car stuff. Okay. Bitch, get out of the way! I'm gonna show you how to turn up on your motherfucking birthday, bitch. Woo! Oh, God oh. damn! I just got an accident and I gotta keep going, so I'm gonna call y'all a fuck back. I got to go. I got to go. Oh, whatever, because I'm not stopping. Oh my God, I love her. 
Yeah. So she just rear-ended somebody. She and deployed, then hit, confessing to hit and running. To deployed the <laughs> airbag, and then I'm not stopping. So I'm worried there might be some uh, chemical stuff involved here because the, the judgment is so off. But uh, Ooh, sh- what kind of chemical? Like what? Meth will do this to you. Oh, meth will keep really? You. Yeah. When you when you see all the runners, you know the cops chasing after people. I just see meth every time. Huh. I, I, yeah. When people do irrational running. Like that, in a car especially. I, I, you know, um, it's usually meth, but, uh, you know. Because I was going to say she looks, like, whenever I think of, like, a meth user, I think of someone with legions on their skin Oh, no, she doesn't look like a meth user at all. She doesn't. Right. She's, Um, like, she looks deceivingly fine, but you know what? She is talking kind of fast. And and it could be mania. Mania will cause you to do crazy stuff like that, too. It could be just, like, a regular old bipolar disorder. I was going to say uh, crack. I used to know um, a girl that I swear this is her. <laughs> she act just like this, talking about how crazy, like she would do something completely illegal and insane, and she'd be like, "Yep, I just did it, no big deal." Like, yeah, uh, crack will do that, but but you know how crack is. Yeah, crack will do it, but but it's uh, not typical. It's not sort of characteristic of crack, but it, it can do that too. Yes, it can. But but what I what I like is her good natured attitude in the whole thing. Like, hey, y'all, <laughs> here we go. I'm just trying to entertain you. Right, she's uh, in the early onsets. It hasn't like ruined her life. She's not gotten that <laughs> negative. Yeah, the irritability is not there yet. So you might be onto something, Danny. The, the crack could be part of it. Uh, let's see. We got more. Looking for a girl. Oh boy, looking for a girl. My name's Justin, and I'm looking for a girl who would consent for me to having intercourse with them. So if you know a girl, let me know because I'm down for a really good time. Ooh, he's got one of those cherry Andromedas on his face. Huh? Uh, I can't tell what that is, frankly. Um, but but condoms stop <laughs> from getting STDs. Condoms stop getting girls pregnant. So, I'm looking for a girl to have safe sex with me. If you know any girl that is happy to have sex with me, make sure you let me know. What is the because accent? Because. He goes on. Love me like you do. Uh-oh. Love me like you do. Love me like you do. Oh, God, like what's on his hand? Really cool hand tattoo. What is and it? I, and you can call me daddy. Because I'm happy to do 50 grads of shade on you, girl. I'm looking for a naughty slut. I'm looking for a sexy babe. Love me like you. Oh, oh my God. Oh you want to go hang out with this guy too, No, Drew? I don't. I don't. You see, I have my um, my chosen ones. This is not one of them. I do not want to hang with this guy. I want to run from this guy. And I cannot figure him out. So, um, I think he's in a choking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, clearly. But, but the fact that he thinks this is attractive weird right so there's a weird quality here that he sort of doesn't understand social situations Ooh. and clues and cues very well pupils look pretty dilated to uh, me. Nah, no kind of in position i don't think this is a drug thing okay i think this is a brain thing like from birth kind of thing i feel sorry and bad for him that he thinks this is gonna yield something i always wonder why these guys don't like hang out on these there, there are sites out there where people like traffic all kinds of stuff why, maybe he has no money right to no? to uh, prostitutes, I to, guess, wouldn't to buy a be, hooker. Wouldn't that be a more productive? I, I don't want to recommend things like that, but I mean, he seems like that kind of guy. No, yeah, I mean, it seems like he probably doesn't think he's exhausted every option. I yet. guess. Any, any, you have an opinion on this? I mean, well, number one, I was going to say, I'm not sure he has the money to be yeah, swinging so prostitutes, okay. but uh, but also, um, yeah, he just seems like a dude that knows 
absolutely zero about game and is just you know copying whatever he sees that works. Well, because the choking did not look real. The the I want a naughty girl. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, how is the choking supposed to look? <laughs> nah. <laughs> that was a good try. Nah, we out. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it all it all seemed very um, like copycatish. <laughs> but I got to say, it makes RPC look like uh, Don Juan. You know what I mean? It makes RPC looks like look like legit. Uh, Wait, so you'd way. rather hang out with RPC than this guy? Clearly, oh, yeah. I did hang out with RPC. I, I, right. I'm not interested in this guy. I was in RPC. Had there was a certain um, sad quality about RPC. This this is a bizarre quality, right? And, and and I wanted to know what was up with RPC that he that he was into it. And it and I was right. He was a fascinating person. I don't expect that there to be a lot of fascinating background. This guy, I I don't get the 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 accent is it British? I mean, and why yeah. is there a not really, but why is there a speech problem here? Oh, Australian. And then what is on that hand tattoo? Could you guys tell? It just looked like a blob to me. That's what it looked like to me too. I thought maybe it was like a werewolf hand or something. Like he wants to turn his. I, I don't know. I. I oh. mean, the video quality of his camera. Yeah, surprise is not the best. So. <laughs> And, and, a little tough, and and then it's it just it speaks of desperation, and uh, you know I feel ooh, see look at that it's just black ooh, tattoo what no I, can you see it I feel like it might be a wolf or something, like some that's, sort of animal that's what I'm thinking it looks I think like, I'm seeing so, some fangs yeah or it looks kind of animal esque so I I don't know I'm just you know I feel sad for the guy but not the way I did for RPC and it's just like he's just off in the wrong territory and he seems very desperate and I'm not interested give me another one. Hello, we're best friends, and we're here eating at Olive Garden. And the retard finally left. (laughs) There was a tard stalking us. Oh, 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 no. And I think he's behind us in the bushes now. I'm not sure. Did did you hear uh, Dame Edna got in trouble? These ladies remind me, not that they're like cross-dressers, but Dame Edna got in trouble for... Some um, inappropriate comment about transgender individuals that sort of had this kind of same generational quality to it, where they didn't—they just don't really understand what they're saying. You know what I mean? What like, you don't think these old ladies so, know what they're saying? No, I don't think they do. And so, and so it it begs the issue, and this kind of interesting thing. The retard finally left. Yeah. Do we give people above a certain age a pass for you know improprieties? I think so. Now, uh, Annie, tell me. I mean. I just did last episode, my nigga. <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> See how great that is? Uh, my day is made, everybody. I can go home now. We're done. <laughs> Wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah, you did. No, but you gave me a, you gave me a, a like a, a schooling a little bit, right? I don't think these ladies would respond to schooling. I wouldn't waste my time trying to school them, right? Uh, and so, so, so what is the birth? My question is, what is the range for that? Can they use the R word? Can they say insensitive things about gay individuals? I mean, where do we, where do, or do we just get, are we sick and tired of giving people excuses? You know what I mean? Kind of an interesting question. I think it depends who you ask, but I mean, for me, it's like, if it, if it sent, if it, uh, puts me in a weird space, then I'll just let you know that like, oh, yeah. that's. Yeah, just yeah. so you know, nowadays, yeah, like what that the way means you treat is, me, the you know? way you treat me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, Zola, what do you think? You've been silent this whole damn show. Come on now, you must have grandmas out there, or great grandmas even at your age. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I think you know they're from a different time. You know, see, Zolo's giving him a pass. So the, the real question is, any of you ever had to school Zolo? 
Have I ever had to school Zola? Yeah. Nah, I mean, he'd be schooling me, if anything. Because he, he's younger than me. What do you mean? Well, because I'm, I'm, the way he gave the older folks a pass, it made me think, hmm, I wonder if he's really sensitive Well, to in his defense, things. he's from a much more accepting generation than the rest of us. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I mean, he's Gen Z. That, that's the least accepting. No, oh, you mean most no, accepting. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't realize like, they're yeah, like, but... oh, that. That's how that person was raised in their culture. Like that's that's just what they know. Oh, know? that's really interesting. No, I don't think that's how. Like, like accepting people as they are. Like, oh, you're just so. Well, old I know that you're Gen, racist, Gen you know? Z will, is going to respond to the millennial, and they and they have been responding. But I hear in some ways they're a little more stringent or strident in terms of their goals to you know make everybody better. Well, interesting. Well, Zolo, yes, speak to us from the your generation. Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of people from my generation wouldn't give them a pass. Like, I know this lady um, in particular got a lot of heat on yeah. TikTok for yeah. posting this. But? Um, but, I mean, I, I, I want to give them a pass. I, I think old people that, so, you know, they so just don't know us, better. School us. Uh, I mean, the Gen or- Zolo. Gen Zolo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From Gen Zolo, what's the difference Hell between, yeah, say, uh, a Gen Zolo and a Gen... In a in a in a millennial and millennial and in a millennial millennial I'm already in the I'm already in the word baby millennial all right millennial Zolo how's it different um I how am I different from other Gen Zers or well, what well, do you already mean? that's an interesting because millennials are all kind of alike are Gen Zers more a diverse group I think so I mean there's a lot that are more like to the SJW kind of like super woke um like mindset yeah. And, I think I'm a little more rational. And, and is it, but I've heard there's a lot more like you in, in amongst the Gen Zs. There's a good amount. Yeah. There's a good amount. So rational revolution is, is coming coming into being in that age group. I yeah. hope so. Me too. Okay, good. All right, let's uh, keep going. Uh, old ladies say R words. How about uh, not welcome in gayberhood? If we're going to go really uh, into the uh, sort of, uh, what do we call it? Uh, upsetting category or offensive category? Let's uh, talk about a gayberhood. This is the neighborhood, and you are not welcome. That's why I need to be here. Oh my god. What was that? You need Jesus, ma'am. Oh, I see. I see. So he is he is preaching in the neighborhood. Is does it go on? That's it. Well, um I think both of these people suck. Yes, I would agree with you. Although I do not blame her. I, I like that she's addressing him and that uh, his, um, it's not really, you know, I, I don't like proselytizing around people that don't want the message. You know what I mean? Does anyone I, want to be proselytized? I, that too, I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe they, what, you think they pick up a convert once every 100,000 individuals. I don't think it's a worthwhile endeavor. I think it. I think the instinct to go somewhere where you know you're going to upset people and proselytize. I think that's kind of disgusting. I think it is. Uh, and you can have your own private feelings about whether gay is good or bad that you keep just keep your keep your shit to yourself. Uh, I mean, trying I'm to saying. convince others to just think the way that you think. That's is, always bad. I, yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like think. forcing it in a in a in a scenario where they're not ready to hear it. You know, no, I don't mind people sharing their ideas and right. particularly if they're enthusiastic about their ideas. Right. We have a rational revolution. We're enthusiastic right. about that. But to go in and again, demand other people adopt your way of seeing things every you know part of the rational revolution is discourse right is that is is the dialectic we get there through sharing with each other and maybe we change our opinions because somebody makes a good point or has a point of view that's that's uh, uh interesting to us or changes our position 
and that's good. But to go in demanding that other people adopt your point of view is bad. Uh, looking for a girl we did, ATV Horrible. What else? Well, you we know, got we got there? some TikToks. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Can I be honest with y'all for a second? White women calling black women and femmes queen is... Shut up. <laughs> Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh. Please. You know what? God bless her. I... I... I don't know. Annie, help me. Because here's my thing. I, I love TikToks like this that tell non-African-Americans to stop telling, to stop taking the the crucible on behalf of African-Americans or adopting you know, sort of the position of an African-American and just shut the fuck up. Is that is that am I getting that right? Yeah, I mean, it's and especially with the statement that the that she just said. Yeah, it's like there's so much that's wrong about it. It's like, I'm not even going to go, just shut up. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. You don't How even the, understand yeah. a it, third of what you're saying. Well, it, it's literally just shut up and listen, which is really what people should be doing, right? I mean, just if you if you're, if you actually care about those issues, just keep taking it in and shut the fuck up. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So I love these TikToks. Right, there, there's Dr. a lot of women. Drew? Let's call Governor Drew. There's, What's up, boy? <laughs> boy? Uh, but there are a lot there are a lot of African American women out there that have TikToks like this. I've I've found a number of them and they all inspire me because they all just go, uh, would you shut the fuck up? It's like it's like and, and seeing white people clutch their pearls and pound their chest, uh, that's what I find offensive, personally. The pearl clutching and the chest pounding, just shut the fuck up and listen. That's I I enjoy yeah. it. I like when I'm on a elevator and it's it's only a, a girl in there with me. And she gets all like uncomfortable. I think it's cool because it's like I'm not gonna do anything to you, so you're just sitting there super uncomfortable. I shit. don't. I don't think that's what Drew was saying. Oh, <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> my yeah, bad. But I. But, I, that's but that's experience. even funnier. And I'll, I'll support you on that. I'd I like to see that. <laughs> but just. The, <laughs> I'm lost, man. I don't know. It's what good. You said. Well, that's a, that's a different kind of pearl clutching. Yeah. But I agree with you. That part, like, you know, that's that's kind of physically funny. Physically scaring people yeah. that you come across. Yeah, but to be yeah. fair, isn't you, that you, what you said? What no, he was no. talking about this lady that's just like she's clutching her pearls on behalf of yeah. black people. Yeah, yeah. Black people have to tolerate clutching her pearls because she's like, like, hey, you shouldn't be calling you know whoever like a queen uh, or whatever. It, right? It's not, they're not clutching their pearls because they're scared. They're clutching <laughs> their pearls because they're outraged on behalf of. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know that was a fucking idiom. That's a saying. Clutching your pearls means like like saving it, your culture or some shit. It's no. like someone going like, oh, I yeah, think it's of like the it's children. like going, you know, that type of shit. Can you can you believe that man had a gun? It's like it's like it's just it's it's usually out of fear. You're right, but it also means you know on behalf of you know I'm 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 pearl clutching means like I I'm having an experience, but it's making me clutch my pearls. But you also I mean? also this lady it's ironic. It's ironic. This lady clutching her pearls isn't she also implying that she's like. You know, uh, th- this uh, minority group that I'm clutching my pearls on behalf of yes. is so weak that the, they can't, like, say it, if something's it's, bothering It is them. super racist. Yeah. It's super racist. I absolutely agree with you. I it's totally insane. You. Yeah. It's not insane because to be an ally is one thing, but to, to be super racist on behalf of, give me a break. All right, let's keep going. More TikToks. To answer your question, I'm not 40 years old, dude. I'm in my 30s. In fact, I'm 35. You, you need to check your facts. 
How about he checks his grammar? You're like 40, Y-O-U-R? I think that was the person that asked him. I'm just saying, though, but he's upset. He misses the grammar problem. He's upset with the 40. Oh, my God, I'm way not 40. I'm 38. Oh, Jesus. And this, we're looking at a guy with a blue beard and a red beard. Yeah, we're looking at a, at a beard that clearly belongs to a 35-year-old and not a 40-year-old. Yeah, uh, he should be happy if somebody called him 40. What's going on with that? the, the roof? Is that a plane? Is he in a plane? No, he's What's... in his... Oh, he just has like some shit tucked into his sun visor, I think. That's weird looking up there. Okay. All right. Give me more. I mean, it's not Fed Smoker status, but I'll agree. I no. think I see. I think he's keeping a plastic tote bag up there, which is a wild place to keep something. Wild place. This, a loose but this bag. Guy, again, it's sort of interesting. It's defining my range of folks that I'm interested in and those I'm not. Here's one huh. where I am not. Oh, you don't want to meet this guy? I, I am not. I am not interested. All right. I, I'm not interested in all cool people. He's cool, but I'm not interested. Maybe you'll like this cool person. Okay, good. Hey guys, I am looking for Justin Bieber's phone number. Can you find it for me, guys, please? That's more in the zone I'm interested in. Yeah, Drew, you yeah. have Bieber's I, number. You I, could I, give it to him, right? I don't believe I do. Uh, I had his mom's for a while, uh, but no one of Justin's. Uh, What's up, Drew? She used to come on uh, HLN and uh, CNN and stuff. I used to do interviews with her. She, she's actually a really cool lady. Uh, and uh, this guy kind of interests me. I mean, look at that. That's a... Uh, the, what part is most interesting? I think the purple hair, and uh, I'm I'm interested in what's connected to that face. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, the brain inside of it? No, I mean the body. I mean, how much? Woo! I mean, uh, what's going on? It's very interesting. So I'm just interested. I'm not sure I want to go visit him like I would RPC. I'm just interested. We got any more? I see you're taking uh, me down a good the, path here. Yeah, of this guy. All right, here's no, the no, no, just more TikTok. No, yeah, here's the last TikTok we got. My cousin got a warrant for PPP fraud. Oh, she boy. faked a panic attack when they came to pick her up. This bitch gonna knock herself out. Is that her head she's bouncing around? Yeah. Um, I have seen people do that. All kinds of stuff like that. And let's see. And so they were not faking it? For a PPP fraud, she faked a panic attack. What they will do, sometimes those are uh, go down as non-epileptic seizures. Uh, and sometimes they're fictitious and sometimes they're not fictitious. In that case, I'm suspecting it's fictitious because it's motivated by fraud. So mm. where this fraud is often more fraud. Give me a voicemail. Hey, Dr. Drew. My name is Devon, and I had a quick question about a guy that I recently had sex with that could easily get an erection, but the second he laid down, it would automatically get soft. And then if Ooh. he got up and stood up or got on his knees, it would get hard again. Wow. Trying to figure out what was going on and possibly is that like a blood pressure issue? <laughs> Should I maybe ask him to go get his blood pressure checked? Oh my I God, don't that's know, so funny. but I'm definitely not going back either way. Anyway, thanks. Have a great and... one. Let me confirm. Yes, I'd definitely go to the doctor. Yeah, I go to the doctor, but I love the fact that she thinks it's like, well, when she takes this position, the blood just drains out of his penis. Now, I'm going to I'm going to predict and this may or may not be true, but I'm going to predict that he had very specific masturbation habits. Well, and go on. <laughs> men sometimes get into this, and he backed me up on this, in a, into a zone with their masturbation where that's the zone. And anything outside of that is, they just turn off very quickly. Now, this is not a common thing, but I've seen this not, I've seen this happen. 
I mean, I'm I'm the opposite. I, you're I like, you're good uh, anywhere. Well, not just that, but I like the challenge of not knowing. Like, if it doesn't work right now, I like the challenge of being like, it's gonna work right now. We're gonna figure it out. So yeah, I'm I'm a little different on that. But but I get what you're saying. Like I I think in the beginning it was like that, where it was like I like to specifically kneel down, bend my knees, yeah, yeah. be on the ground. Yeah, you know, yeah some men like it has yeah. to be lying down. Some people it can't be lying down. Mm-hmm. Some guys it has to be uh, kind of weird stuff. But here here's something I know you guys are both into, which is vomit fetish. Uh, Tim from Oregon, My favorite. cisgendered male. I have a question about what might be a fetish. When I used to do a lot of opiates, I would puke a lot. But the thing is, my girlfriend at the time would see me puke and would force me to make out with her immediately. Oh. Nasty Ugh. as hell, dude. Um, I asked multiple times, please just let me brush my teeth. Nope. Make out literally the second after I finish vomiting. What the fuck is that? I sure hope that anal starts at 50 for me and my wife too. Keep them high and tight. And I'm I'm guessing that the uh, vomit fetishist is not your wife. So uh, some people constantly are, wet. I guess some people are into vomit. I, I don't really understand it. It seems to be when we used to go and look at those clips, it, we could only tolerate so much of it. So we never really went deeply down that path. Do you guys have any opinion about this? That's it sounds pretty wild to me. It's it's hard to to sexualize the vomit. Yeah, it's hard to understand why. And not just the vomit, but also the taste in your mouth and stuff I don't yeah know. like the acidic like it doesn't Blech. taste good no thanks the, the uh, only thing almost, that, that oh, i've the only okay. thing that i've thought about here we go <laughs> no no, no. Oh, <laughs> and he's got something here let's go <laughs> this is one that i'm not into. uh no the, the only thing that i've ever thought was um like if there if it's a kink or a fetish that i can't understand yeah i go back to what you said about at 12 and 13 whatever happens around yes, yes. that era. For males. Kinda, yeah, for males. For males. Kind of yeah. just sticks. That's true. So unfortunately for him, maybe some sexual... Yeah, but it was a girl, I think. Shit. It said a cisgendered male. Oh, right? for... for Wait. It was a female that had the fetish. Oh. Yeah, which is kind of unusual, right? And, f- and females aren't the common fetishes, right? And males are more prone to fetish. And so the rule that you said about 12 to 13 yeah. around that, it, that does not apply to women? Not so much. Oh. I, mean, I, I You know, it, it's it, it's not a hard and fast rule, so I'm imagining something like that may occur, but mm-hmm. I don't see it as much. Mm. I was having uh, period sex with a Tina-style chick last August. We all understand what I'm talking about here. Got some blood in my lower abdomen. Over the next few weeks, I noticed some lesions appearing, so I went to the VA thinking it was herpes was diagnosed with molluscum contagiosum. You guys know what molluscum is? Molluscum, no. Molluscum, M-O-L-L-O, excuse me, M-O-L-L-U-S-C-U-M. They referred me to a VA dermatologist, froze them off. Uh, I've been close to nine months. I still have a deep scarring where the spots were. Anything I do to get rid of them or am I going to scare potential new partners? I'm sorry, this is from the burn. That's molluscum, which is these little wart-looking things. And they usually occur in the pubic region. They can occur on children disseminated all over the body. But look for a molluscum STD. You, you, you're going to see it in the pubic. There you go. And you'll see it in the pubic area typically. There it is, molluscum contagiosum. It's a virus. It's no big deal. It's very common. Uh, and you usually you curette them or burn them, as happened here. But the problem is the burning caused a scar. And uh, that was not great dermatologic practice, I would say. That one of the, that where your cursor is on the upper right, that's really what they look like. That's a very characteristic picture. Yeah, that's what they look like. And people get very upset about them when they occur. They think they're herpes. They think they're all kinds of things. Yeah, they look wild. They don't look like a normal thing that you shouldn't worry about. Uh, yeah, but you shouldn't. Uh, and they spread. You need, you do, if you have them, you do need to get them under control because they will multiply, much like the, the warts. And I feel like now is probably a good time where uh, if you had sex with someone that you're not sure where they've been and you see spots like this on you, Go get an STD check. Well, because where there is one, there's frequently two or three. And so you, which, what, that's why when you come in with that, we'll also check you for other STDs because usually where there's one, there's more than one. That's just the way it goes. 
Uh, okay, what else we got here? Got any videos for me? I'm having such a good time. Oh no, we're. Uh, I think we might be all done uh, with the videos. No more but, talks. Uh, but we got some some more fun uh, voice messages. Okay, good voice message. Good. Hey, what's up there, my uh, big kid of doctor? Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, how come farts smell so much worse than shit, actual shit? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you walk into a public restroom after someone just got done dropping a massive log, it's not like as bad as like if someone just rips a gnarly fart. You know, I mean, sometimes a fart could be so bad you got to leave the room. But, you know, it's not pleasant, but, you know, after someone takes a massive shit, you could, you know, stay in the same bathroom with them. So I'm wondering if you get it out for me. Uh, anyways, piss on me, beat me. Okay, there we go. That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting question. This man is a thinker. This man is a thinker. And I actually appreciate the question. I think uh, this, you know, the push the fart out, uh, conversation is not nearly as erudite as this one, um, but let's think about it this way: the methane gas produced by the bacteria is what is the smelly fart, and mm. it's the same methane that's produced in the shit that makes the shit smell. But in the case of the fart, it's a large volume, high concentration of said gas, so it's going to be worse. Does that make sense? Yes, and I will say that. Some farts are worse than shits, but there are some shits that are worse than farts. I think that's generally a, that's a reasonable position to take. But just think that it's, it's a larger volume. It's a large volume of the gas, of the methane, if it's indeed the smelly kind of gas. Uh, and it's it's specifically that gas that's highly concentrated. The shit has other stuff with it. So there you go. That's actually very. Uh, that's interesting. a very interesting point. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Next game, voice message. Hey, Hitler. I have a burning question and yes i'm talking about my penis Mm. um whenever i have this weird combination of alcohol sex or masturbation and then uh urinating i have this very intense burning in my penis Mm. uh the urethra to be specific um it's only during that combination if i am sober and i have sex or masturbate and then pee after i'm completely fine okay but if I am even have some sort of alcohol in my system and that combination happens. It's an intense burning that lasts usually for an hour or two. And it feels like I have to take a shit, but nothing ever comes out. So Mm. just want to see what that could possibly be. Um, I appreciate it. Keep feathering it, brother. All right, brother. So here's the deal. Um, Sex is an irritant to the urethra. Alcohol is an irritant to the urethra. So you're getting a double whammy there of irritants to the urethra, both of which you're evidently sensitive to. And it's this this urge to defecate is sounds like a pubococcygeous spasm, which is something that can be triggered by urethral irritation. So you're getting sort of a triple whammy here. You're having enough of two irritants to bother you and then trigger this pubococcygeous spasm, which is this kind of visceral, uncomfortable pain in the pelvic floor. And, um, you know, yes, uh, more fluids. More fluids might help you. Wearing a condom would help you if you want to prevent the irritation during sex. But um, it's, and maybe, I don't know what you're doing in terms of your sexual activity or your masturbatory activity, but you got to kind of maybe take it a little easier. That's all I'm saying. Right. Stay away from the sounding. Another, <laughs> no sounding. Another message. Voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew. My hey. name is Jody. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Jody. And I stumbled across my 13-year-old niece doing something a little 
chillier or weird the other night. Uh-oh. Um, she told me she likes to take her toenail clippers and clip off some of that hard uh, skin on the bottom of her feet, and she likes to chew it. Yeah. She likes to eat that hard skin yeah. on her feet. Yeah. And um, as far as I know, she's healthy besides that. And I'm just wondering, is my niece a zombie? <laughs> And is there anything I need to be worried about? No. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Kind of weird. All right. All right. Thanks, All right. Dr. Drew. Thanks, Jody. Time tight. Have a good day. Thank you, Jody. Love that accent. Um, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's not a lot different than chewing your fingernails or eating your fingernail clippings or people do weird stuff like that. She came upon it. This is another one of those things also, any, which is probably some during some developmental window, she came upon it and then it became this weird preference. It's in the spectrum of obsessive compulsive disorders. And so she may be prone that way a little bit. But it's, you know, there's trichotillomania and there's, there's nail biting. All They're all kind of the same thing, which is your... You know, people sometimes when they do the hair pulling will eat the hair. So it's all kind of the same stuff. Uh, Provided it doesn't start getting into the area, she'll probably have a certain amount of anxiety. She might get panic because that all kind of goes with this biology. Um, But I would not shame her for this. And I would just keep an eye out for those OCD-like symptomatologies. That's all. All right. That about does it, guys. We thank you all for the voice messages. Uh, Again, 818-253-1693 and the... uh, the emails at drdrafterdark at gmail.com. We have a new imperative, which is you are going to send us little videos of 60 seconds or shorter so we can get a look at everybody while they ask us these great questions. And uh, you cool people, keep it all coming because uh, some of you I want to come visit and learn more about you. Others, not so much. Uh, <laughs> Booth Boys, as always, we thank you for... Uh, I've learned a lot today. Like Zolo is from Gen Z. I didn't even realize that. That's kind of interesting to me. I'm going to be mining him for more information as we go forward. Um, Gentlemen, thank you as always, and we will see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.